ended a bit abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a inspired choice. It's like you know, the Sopranos. Just to stop, yeah, uh, yeah. So, hello, uh, hello. This is episode eight of CRT Sound System. Uh, that track there was from the game Valhalla, uh, which is our subject today. Um, cyberpunk it, bartender action. Cyberpunk bartender action. Yeah, it's a sort of a visual novel, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I've not played the game. I think you said just before as well, you've not played the game at all either. Um, I, I have not played the game. It seems just, you know, you make uh, you make drinks and how well you make the drinks uh, impacts the money you get. And Lord only knows what you can buy with money in in a cyberpunk uh hellscape but it's but it, it's all vibes it seems um it's mm. a it's a venezuelan uh developer so yeah. it's got a very kind of uh, i think it's got a very worldly feel for for uh, i think a, a lack of a more descriptive term like they, mm. they talk about how they have kind of like people who who work um, in the company from uh, you know several different regions, and I think it's interesting how uh, how it goes. Even though the composer is uh, you know a, a single person, yeah. Um, I suppose anyway, you might as well introduce yourself. Uh, Reece, oh, how are you oh, doing I, today? I'm doing pretty <laughs> well. Uh, right in there without really uh, any of the pattern. Uh, uh, oh, it's, it's, you know, <laughs> uh, the ego doesn't matter. All that matters Indeed. is the video game soundtrack. And and hello Tom, how are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, the so soundtrack of this game really just sort of um, came across me by accident. I'd say I I was vaguely aware of the game, um, but one day Spotify recommended some songs from the soundtrack to me, and um, mm. I found it really really intriguing and good. So I ended up sort of digging into the whole soundtrack. Um, there's like a lot of very synth wavy kind of stuff in it. Um, really just sort of jumps around genres and styles and stuff quite a lot. It's really, really interesting soundtrack. Um, very, very sort of like propulsive and sort of mm -hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot of feel of movement. And it's something we talk about, I think, a lot on the podcast is how music makes um, makes sort of video games feel like it's a, a certain thing, like things are happening. Um, you know, in in a very specific way, which to me, and again, saying this having played not played the game, uh, is sort of interesting to have that style of music when the actual gameplay seems quite stationary, where you're just sort of like reading dialogue and um, and mixing drinks and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, so it's really really interesting to me that this is the sort of style that was gone with because I feel like. Um, a different composer might have gone with something a lot more sort of down tempo and ambient, um, you know, a lot sort of darker synths and stuff like that. But this is really, really bright. There's a lot of like great sort of synth strings and synth saxophones and those pulsing bass lines that just really sort of feel it's. I would describe a lot of this music as like driving music, like this is stuff that you could listen to, um, you know, on your on a drive at night somewhere. It's got that very synth wavy um night drive style to us yeah um, um looking at the composer uh, mm -hmm. who is also composed the music for yuppie psycho which i have mm -hmm. played oh, you uh, have michael played kelly okay um and I, I would say from what i remember of yuppie psycho it is 
much it, it adds very much a counterbalance there's a lot of grim even though it's cartoony it's yeah. very much a grim office horror uh comedy uh you know where you're just barely dodging death uh like mr okay. bean um, but yeah. the music adds uh does a lot of work to, to add to the kind of goofy atmosphere even mm -hmm. if it's you know very very kind of like skilled for moment to moment uh yeah you know reflections um you know i remember there's there's the last thing uh, i remember doing in that game you're, you're like in a big library and like there's all of these kind of book carts chasing you and you have to like dodge the book carts just so to defeat the freak um and it's uh it, it, it's 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 kind of like a very simple indie game stuff on that level where it's it's you know it's very small platformer puzzle puzzler type challenges okay. dressed up in this like very kind of extreme aesthetic in the same way that you know uh, Valhalla its aesthetic isn't extreme but it's very bright you know this is a very mm. positive cyberpunk game it's very it's very it's it's a little silly you know the yeah. ha having a little bit of a metal gear joke in there yeah. uh, in the title you kind of know what you're getting yeah um, I, I do feel. I do appreciate that that metal gear joke um, that always works for me. And the, the aesthetic to me, and I think um, I read that the, the developers were going for this, is that it's very sort of um, like a like a late 80s Japanese PC game, like something on the PC-98 or, um, or something like that, that it's yeah. that, that sort of bitmap anime style graphics. Um, and so it's a really, really cool aesthetic. Um, Again, it's not, just not really the type of game that I would play. Uh, looking at the um, the screenshots, it seems very similar to like Papers, Please. That's the one thing that sort of jumps out to me as um, as being the most sort of immediate um, yeah, comparison. Yeah, um, for sure. Which is a game that I played a little bit and found too stressful, and I had to stop. <laughs> which I think is sort of the point of that game, but <laughs> the. Um, but like the music is just is really really excellent um, across the board on this game, and there's so much of it. There's like three discs of it, uh, which for a small indie game, um, I feel like this game is probably a few hours long at most, um, maybe a bit longer if you're seeing different endings or, or different conversational paths, yeah. Um, which I presume is in this game, but again, not too sure. Um, but yeah, there's just like such a wide range of styles, a wide range of. Um, of just moods and, and atmospheres that are sort of um, across the whole game. Um, it's really, really cool. And to, to Yuppie Psycho as well, I have listened to that soundtrack. I haven't played the game either, um, but that soundtrack is really, really excellent. Um, so maybe if that's a little bit more up my alley, I sort of assumed um, that it Yuppie Psycho was also a bit of a sort of a Japanese style um, to me, just looking at the cover, I always was like, this is just maybe Catherine or something. <laughs> um, in that sort of vibe, but maybe it's not, I'd say. That's what you get for judging a book by its cover. <laughs> it's uh it's it's a little odd to play, um, mm. I won't lie, but it's it it certainly has a mood. Yeah. Um I'll have to maybe take a look. <clears throat> okay. Um uh, so I suppose we'll start with the next set of tracks. Um so again, because I haven't played this game, I don't really know where any of these tracks appear in the game. So I've just sort of broken them up into sort of more vibe related um, rather than anything sort of specific to parts of the game they're played in. Um, so the first track is um, Welcome to Valhalla. 
um, which I presume is probably like a menu theme or something like that. Um, then we've got Safe Haven, our Karmatrine Dream, all right, Karmatrine Dream, I'm not sure how that word is pronounced. Um, a gaze that invited disaster uh, and a neon glow lights the way. Okay, isn't Karmatrine, isn't that's one of the ingredients actually that you can use in the game? I'm not sure if that's a real thing, but I do remember reading that in the wiki, come to think of it. So uh, we've got those five tracks we're going to jump into next, and then we'll come back and have another chat.
All right. Hello. Um, we're back. We're back. Um, so this, that, that really makes me want to just like sit in a bar in a cyberpunk dystopia and get drunk. 100%. Um, just, you're just hanging out. Mm. Um, this feels been... like you're, you're, you're getting off work at like 345 and heading mm. into the cyberpunk bar. Things are still kind of chill. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's, it, I, I really like the, the vibes in, mm. as, as we were listening to it, we were talking about how it has a lot of, uh, the kind of Sega feel. Yeah. I mentioned Outrun, and you mentioned Fantasy Star Online specifically. Yeah, a gaze at invited disaster really sounds a lot like uh, a lot of stuff on the Final Fantasy Online or not Final Fantasy Fantasy Star Online soundtrack. Um, just the way the synths sound and just the um, like the chord progressions, because um, there's sort of there's a very specific sound to Fantasy Star Online, um, and it's it's quite similar. Um, I spent a lot of time in college, just sitting around listening to the lobby music of Fantasy Star Online uh, specifically. And that's really where that, that sort of sends me back to that. Um, Safe Haven is one that I has lived on my like chill out playlist for so long um, and is actually in my Spotify top 100 for the year. <laughs> um, is one of those uh, tracks that just it's always just nice to listen to. Um, and I love the first one we played then, Welcome to Valhalla. Again, I think that's probably like the title track or maybe just like an intro track. Um, mm -hmm. It's got a sort of like, it's got that city pop vibe. Um, it's a little bit more subdued than I think some other, uh, some city top, pop would sound. But I guess in the sense that it sort of is like, it is drawing from that late 80s Japan vibe um, plus um being a bit more futuristic i think it sort of works as a um as a way to show the contrast between those two things um, yeah. like you said it's like it's like you're a salary man coming home um and you're just stopping the bar to get absolutely hammered before you go back to go to bed <laughs> exactly you don't you don't have any terrible secrets to share with the bartender uh, yeah. yet not not this time you're just chilling um <laughs> having you know having a nice a nice uh what, what the fuck is it called carmotrine uh, carmotrine yeah um, um i did think that was interesting um looking at the list yeah you were saying carmotrine is specifically the uh the alcoholic element of a of a drink that you can make exactly um, and which i'll oh, go ahead oh oh that there's so the looking at the wiki anyways mm. um there there are five different ingredients that you mix in, in certain degrees since you kind of uh that that makes everything some fake stuff some real stuff yeah um and the only thing uh that seems to be actually you know psycho uh, effective is carmotrine just which it, yeah. i think it's interesting to abstract alcohol like that is you know you're still getting drunk but it's it it's another little step into the fantasy, making it pleasant and jokey. Yeah, not not a place where, uh, you know, people drink themselves to death. Yeah, because they can't afford their child's health insurance, or you know, some of the stories uh, you're likely to hear at a cyberpunk bar. Yeah, um, I do like as as somebody who was a bartender for twenty years, 
um, it is, it, it's a funny sort of um, abstraction of the concept of making cocktails and making drinks for people. <laughs> I think if you ever had a bar that had five ingredients, you would not be making cocktails. Um, but I, I like the idea that like alcohol is just like, this is alcohol. All alcohol is a, a single thing. Um, you know, there's, there's no rum, there's no vodka, there's no whiskey, there's, you know, there's no beer. It's just like, uh, whatever flavors you put together, plus, you know, any just plus just adding ethanol to it, essentially. Um, well, there is there, yeah. there is beer, but it it it's not moored to any kind of like concepts in the recipe. Other than yeah. the alcohol, there's like Delta powder and you know Omega flakes, whatever the fuck else. And it's just like three of these, three of these, one of these, and the uh, and 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 the alcohol. And you, you got a beer. It's like insanely complicated. Or you can make a cocktail that's just like a, you know, a, 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 a sweet, light, very alcoholic drink. And some of them are yeah. not, and all that sort of thing. So it's, yeah. it's it, it, they don't really care too much. They're, you're just kind of, uh, yeah. it, it, it's basically a, a fidget spinner f uh, for while you're doing the visual novel stuff. Seems yeah. Like. That's fair enough. Yeah. So like looking, yeah, I'm looking at it here. So there's some lore on it. Yeah. Traditionally brewed beer has become a luxury, but this one's pretty close to the real deal. Um, so I guess, yeah, in this cyberpunk or dystopia, you've got a like um I, I suppose it's got that sort of uh do Android's dream of electric sheep vibe to it where nobody has real animals. Um, so it's all just synthesized. Um and nobody has real alcohol, so they just sort of synthesize these things to approximate um, what used to be alcohol. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a, again, it's a cool idea. Um, not very, not super realistic, but then it is, it's an interesting sort of abstraction um, that makes for probably for more interesting gameplay, I think, where um, if you had like 20 or 30 ingredients, you wouldn't. It would be very difficult to sort of experiment and mix and match in a way. Um, so I think five is sort of a good number to give a player to sort of be able to experiment and just throw things together and see what works. Um, considering that this game uh, has pretty high marks, I have to imagine uh, that they probably uh, messed around, which is what was the most fun. Um, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if there was a build up there you know, that did have 30 ingredients, and you're just like, well, this is realistic, and it <laughs> fucking sucks. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, realism sucks. It's just, it's no fun. Nobody wants realism. Stop doing that, realism. <laughs> I not agree more. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I suppose we'll, um, we'll do some new tracks soon, but um, we were talking in the break as well just about. Um, the, the musician who's done the music here, Michael Kelly, um, known as Garrod, I suppose. Uh, I'm not sure how you would pronounce that specifically. Um, but we were talking about sort of his influences. And uh, you mentioned that he recently posted about Final Fantasy 13 2, which, as we all know, is one of my favorite soundtracks. Um, yeah. The um, There are actually some synth bits, like pads and stuff like that, used for certain tracks on this soundtrack that do actually remind me a little bit. Um, of stuff from Final Fantasy 13 too. So I guess that's good to sort of confirm that def for definite that um, maybe that was a little bit more deliberate than I thought. Um, and you mentioned, you, you sent me a, a tweet as well, and I also reading on his, uh, on the Wikipedia page for the game that like he's a big Shin Megami Tensei fan. Uh, and that's really obvious, especially in the next block. Um, 
So these are all tracks um, that I've sort of pulled together. They they all give me a sort of a dungeon, like an RPG dungeon kind of vibe. Um, and a lot of them do have a really, really particular um, similar quality to some Shin Megami Tensei stuff. Um, so those tracks will be the next five is Commencing Simulation, Neon District, Another Satisfied Customer, Umemoto, and Those Who Dwell in Shadows.
as we leave vibe into that last one a lot. Um, yeah, those were really great. It's it's interesting getting a picture of this game through the soundtrack. Mm. Um, having uh, look looking a little bit more into the wiki, uh, including the incredible article you mentioned. Uh, riots intensify as we approach Mega Christmas. Um, so it looks like you know you have your your regulars. It takes place over two three weeks, and depending on how well you serve your regulars, whether or not you serve them alcohol at key moments, like one of the your regulars is the CEO of the um, news agency, news agency, the Augmented Eye, and if you serve him alcohol, then after the night after, all the headlines are very silly. Oh. You know he couldn't get it together. Stuff like that. That's fun. I mean, it's stuff okay. like the plot, like, oh, man, you know, there just so happens to be a mutation that gives, uh, you know, girls cat ears. It's actually very serious. Um, you know, so stuff like that. And you just kind of breeze through with this, this kind of extremely goofy vibe um, throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's um, when you said that to me, I was like, um, what it reminded me of was like in, um, Metal Gear Solid Five, when that was sort of they were doing the press stuff for that, and Kojima was talking about how quiet is going to be. There's a reason that she's naked all the time, and we're all going to be ashamed of our words and deeds. Um, just like just because you wrote it into the plot doesn't justify your stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Actually, it's we should be grateful that the only mutation is cat girl ears. Uh, where are the problematic ones? Absolutely, yeah. Um, but yeah, I suppose uh, the as I mentioned before that a lot of these really remind me of sort of Shin Megami Tensei music, um, like especially the the second one, Neon District, and the um, the third one, Another Satisfied Customer, and then the last one, um, just those are Twelve and Shadows. So Neon District specifically reminds me of the um, Kichijoji track from Shin Megami Tensei One. Um, and specifically of like the PlayStation version rather than any of the other versions. Um, it's just that bass sound is very um, mid nineties uh, CD-ROM game, um, and that walking bass line is really really common with dungeon music in Shin Megami and the early Shin Megami games and the um, the early Persona games. Um, and then Does It Dwell in Shadows is more sort of a modern Shin Megami Tensei style. Like it really reminds me a lot of Four. Um, which is itself a very sort of synth wavy kind of style, um, a little bit more industrial beats um, to it. Um, but one thing that stood out to me this time, which I hadn't noticed on any previous listen somehow, uh, was just there's a little breakdown about uh, three quarters of the way through the track where it's just like a little bit of turntable scratching, um, which is just a fun little moment, I thought. And then the last one, or not the last one, but the one the last one I'm going to mention is the Umemoto um that's one of those tracks as i mentioned previously that gave me a sort of a final fantasy 13 2 um, vibe with it um like there's something in the synths there and just the um the whole vibe of that that gave me uh, very similar vibes to 13 2. um mm. but yeah as i say this the soundtrack is so big um like there are there are three three full discs worth of worth of music on it it's absolutely huge um even if you have zero interest in playing this game, I would absolutely recommend checking out any any of the other music that this guy has done as well, because it's all really, really fucking good. 
Um, he just actually released a new album by the looks of it, or a new soundtrack. Um, something called Bushiden. Um, never heard of the game, um, but I'm definitely going to bump that soundtrack later tonight to see what it's like. There are some interesting... I'm sorry, I, I, I agree with all of that, but I've also been struck dumb uh looking at the other articles uh on the wiki oh yeah uh, yeah there is one called men prefer christmas cake study reveals okay and if you're wondering what a christmas cake is in the game for the longest time the cur- the term christmas cake referred to women aged 26 or above who are regarded as undesirable just like a christmas cake that ceases being useful December 25th. Who doesn't like a mature woman? Todd, 19, told the augmented eye. I'm very curious about the tone <laughs> of Valhalla. I mean, they're all, I think they're all having a good time. I don't think that they're, they're, they're being too real. This is just like, you know, background. Yeah. There's certainly been worse jokes. I just... Yeah. Uh, that is, uh, yeah, when you mentioned that, I, I, I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh. There's a yik reference. I'm curious if it's an ironic ref- yik reference or an unironic yik reference. There's a lot going on. Is all I'm saying. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not here to judge any anything about this game. I'm just. I know. Really I know absolutely nothing about yik. So. Um, uh, good. Well, we won't I'm, get into that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it does seem like a a whole situation that I'm not going to even bother worrying about. Um, um, but the music kicks ass. The music kicks ass. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're here to say. Um, frankly, we should probably just start each podcast by both of us saying these, this music kicks ass and then just let the music play. Um, probably. Be less um, work on our part, too. Less work, but then, you know, uh, what? What? where else in our lives would we blath- blather on about nonsense? Uh. <laughs> just shouting into the void. So yeah, um, there's two. I suppose I got going to go two more breaks on this. Just um, these are a little bit shorter than the first two breaks. There's only three tracks each. Um, again, I was sort of splitting these up a little bit more by vibe than anything else. Um, so this third break, the first track is "March of the White Knights." Uh, second track is "Synthestitch," and the final track is "A New Frontier." These are, I suppose, a little bit more energetic. Um than previous tracks and they've got a bit more going on in them in terms of just like tempo and stuff. March of the White Knights in particular has like a really sort of psytrancy kind of um, sound to it um, and I love a bit of trance so um, I had to include that one. Um, and the other two then again they're just a little bit more sort of um, energetic a bit more going on in them um, and again they're just, they're just the music in this game is so good I just um again it's one of those those times where i'm just sort of like lost for words to describe just how good something is to me (laughs) where it's just like it's really good just just listen to it it's great (laughs) well i'll be the judge
Yeah, the first one is short. Um, and I'm pretty sure that the opening is referencing something from Metroid with that choral bit. Um, it's really cool, though. It's got a sort of a, a very evocative tone to it that you get the idea that um, these white knights are just like this shadowy force, I guess. Um, like, yeah. A, um, like, I guess like a Knight Templar type thing, I suppose, is is the vibe that I get from that with the music. But then like the, as I said, you get a bit of a side trance breakdown in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I guess is like, I don't know, it's, it's a interesting choice um, to go from this sort of like a little bit more subdued choral kind of stuff and then just um, really heavy bass and then and then the song sort of ends. Um, it's a cool track, though. I really, really like it. It's one that always stands out to me when I listen to it. it just sort of um, that that breakdown really always commands my attention. And I think that uh, the Knights Templar, the White Knights, uh, rather, um, they they disband at at some point during the game, or they are disbanding something like that. So it's this mm -hmm. interesting, I think, vibe. You know, the the world is changing around you. Um, yeah. And it seems like even if we can kind of like poke fun at some of the way they've constructed things, they're not, it seems like they're not like judgy in the end about a lot of things. And you, yeah. you, you, there are just all these characters and you can kind of just like approach their goofiness how you want to. Yeah. Like one of the regulars is like a very like, like a fop, like a very silly like art guy. And like one mm. of the drinks you can mix is a, is a plum in a in a hat you know the uh, 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 perfumed <laughs> that sort of thing that that's what yeah. that, that's what he wants to experience oh okay <laughs> and so and and so it's i i, I kind of like it it's just like these these goofy things that are happening filtered through the vibe of the bar and like, yeah. you know the the design is is so slick and cool mm. and the music of course is incredible and you can kind of see at like these slightly more you know, momentous uh, occasions in the history of this world. You're still working yeah. your shift at the bar. You know, that's just your life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and as as somebody who was a bartender for years, there's a, you get that feeling sometimes. Um, you know, things are happening outside and you're just, you're just sitting there having to serve people their drinks. <laughs> um, the, the second track, I think, is probably the best track of that block, though. It's just it's really, really cool. Um, what I what I always reminds me of is um is like the Hotline Miami soundtrack, um, got like a little bit of a sort of a housey sort of Detroity techno kind of um groove to it, absolutely, um, and then like there's that really really cool piano synth line over the top as well that like again it gives it a, a sort of a house vibe. Um, but yeah, I think it's just it's. Um, I forget the name of the track from Hotline Miami specifically that it reminds me of, mm -hmm. um, but that's another great soundtrack we're going to have to talk about someday. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, and a game things? I've actually played that I do love. It's a really cool game, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's really really cool. This um, again, like the the way this soundtrack really just jumps around in styles and tones, um, but never feels it never feels out of place. It never feels like it's um, it's it doesn't fit with the whole vibe of the game like you you'll bring in different instruments that sort of uh crossover between different tracks even if those tracks have like completely different styles um and i think that's a really cool way to sort of give everything a, um, a more unified feel um 
And then that last one, I think it's probably maybe the most video gamey music in in this track list, certainly. Um, it's very it's very like an Amiga loading screen um, or like. Um, or I suppose you call it like scene wave where like if you downloaded a crack from uh, IRC in the mid 2000s um, for Photoshop and then it would play some um, some shitty uh, synth music. <laughs> It's um, really, really so much louder than yeah, everything so else, too. Everything else. <laughs> like that. And you know what? You didn't turn it down that respect. You're just like, that's right. Install Fallout 2 and destroy my <laughs> eardrums. Every fucking time. It always caught me out. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, but yeah, that's the sort of vibe that I get from a new frontier on that. Um, but the thing as well is, it. I don't know that the chord progression or what, it really reminds me of that track, Small Town Boy. Um, from the eighties, if you remember that track, I don't. You don't. You you if you've if you've heard it, you've definitely heard it, and you'll once I play you the link, you'll be like, oh yeah, that's the one. Um, but yeah, it's just that chord progression really reminds me of that. Um, it's not too much similar to that in vibe, I don't think, but it's just something that I noted, um, and it sort of jumps out to me every time I hear the track, um. So yeah, we've got one more block then before the end. Um, three tracks again. Uh, again, we're sort of these are a bit shorter, but more uh, on theme with each other. Uh, first track is Aren or Areen or Areen. I'm not really sure how that's supposed to be pronounced. I'm not sure if that's an initial or or what. If that's a character's name. Um, following second track then is All Systems Go. Um, which again is really sort of like these. All these tracks are you're really have that night drive feel that I mentioned at the start where, um, you know, somebody climbing into a Ferrari to to drive off into a digital sunset kind of thing. Um, and then oh, the yeah. last track is Your Love is a Drug.
and all three of those were just really, really great. Um, I, I, like as I said, they're all really driving tracks. Um, you know, the second one in particular, but all three, I think, could quite easily be used in like a, an outrunner or a racing game and completely yeah. not being out of place. Mm-hmm. Um, the first track is just, I love the guitars in it. Um, there's mm-hmm. just a really, really great sound to it. And just, it's, it's so propulsive. Everything just feels like, um, you know, driving again, as I said, hopping into your Ferrari and driving off, um, into a digital sunset, like you, I don't know. It's just, it's really, really good. It's very evocative and, um, all systems go like, you you mentioned Outrun at the start of the podcast, but like I think that one is the most um outrun of all of them. Like there's Absolutely. Really, there's real authentic cheesiness to it. Um that also you get a lot in those outrun soundtracks, especially like the um the 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 later games in the series, like Outrun two thousand and six, um, mm-hmm. where they've updated them, but like the the music is still the classic music. Um just with like Absolutely. more modern sounds absolutely and i like to it, it really does feel like an outrun song um you know you there you always get the radio uh selection in the classic mm. ones and this and yeah. it really felt like um you know the eighth song on the radio <laughs> you know or like not not one of the ones that are you know on the on the classics but you know, yeah. still feel right right at home as part of the soundtrack yeah. Um, as you drive uh, next to a cliff and also <laughs> uh, palm trees on the other side with your girlfriend, yeah. uh, who hopefully <laughs> uh, is okay after your seven car accidents. Uh, anyways, uh, that last track, um, Your Love is a Drug, is mm. incredible. And yeah. it has a version of it that's like a slow version with yeah. lyrics. So it, this yeah. has to be like a, in an end credit song or something. And that, that, that is, feels very much, uh, the vibe to me. It feels like a happy ending, uh, with this, this rendition. Mm. Uh, I, I joked with you is that like the happy ending, uh, of Valhalla is like, as the credits roll, you get up in your, uh, for your cyberpunk job and you realize that, you know, you just don't have a hangover. Um, <laughs> You know, you despite despite the fact that you've had so much ketamine aside uh, <laughs> during the night, um, yeah. you know you're 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 ready to be a productive member of uh, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it does it does have that yeah that sort of ending feel to it. Um, it's really it's really really synth wavy, um, and yeah, it's got those the same similar guitars to the first track as well, which just um you know it's just the i don't know how to describe that type of guitar playing but it's 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 not sort of shredding but it's very very emotive guitar playing um uh, and it's really really cool Uh, and like you said it's um yeah it's just that whole ending vibe to it um the um the slow version you mentioned yeah i think that's on like the third disc so the third disc of the soundtrack at least the one that i have um is a seems to mostly be like remixes um and alternate takes and stuff like that okay Um, so i'm not sure if they're ever used in game um but the yeah the slower version is a cover by um an artist called uh insane in the rain i think um (laughs) which is an artist that crops up a lot on my spotify 
mm-hmm. um, just because they do a lot of video game covers um, in that sort okay. of like slow, uh, slow piano style. Um, and a lot of them do have lyrics. Like I think before the Persona soundtrack, Persona 5 is potentially, before that soundtrack appeared on Spotify, um, their music was actually one of the ones that would come up most if you search for Persona on Spotify. Oh, hell um, yeah. Because they had a lot of covers of uh, of the tracks on um, on the Persona 5 soundtrack. Um, yeah, on, on my Spotify, uh, you know, the end of year thing, it's really funny because my number one uh, artist is just some random person who covered the Final Fantasy Endwalker soundtrack before <laughs> The Endwalker soundtrack was on on there, so it's just like, oh, you know, uh, you know, Jim Walker with yeah. whoever as vocalist is is two hundred thousand hours in February <laughs> of last year, or you know, it, but um, before uh, we finish talking about your love as a drug, um, would you like mm. to hear the lyrics for the chorus of your love as a drug? Let's go uh, for it. Yeah. Okay. Heavenly, I feel the stars align for eternity till the end of my time. Ecstasy, so burned into my mind. You're a drug for me, pure and crystalline. I love that. That's, I, that's we're we're having a good time. It. Yeah, it's it's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, there there is some fun vocal tracks, and in fact, the last track I'm going to play is a vocal track. Um. And again, I'm not really sure the context of these vocal tracks in the game. Um, this one does have an instrumental version also. Um, it's called Shine Spark. Um, the again, it's there's a very poppy vibe to it. Um and, and the lyrics are a little bit sort of um silly and a bit overly earnest, similar enough to the ones you've just read out. <laughs> um, but it's 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 a good vibe for this game. I think it really, really works. Um, like the, it gives me what it reminds me of is um, maybe not necessarily in the in the most exact way, but it really reminds me of those the tracks that were used in um, like Bubblegum Crisis, um, whereas that's again they're deliberately referencing um, Blade Runner with the, that band in in Bubblegum Crisis, um. And again, it's just that sort of cyberpunk feel to it. Uh, the music isn't that similar because, like, um, uh, Bubblegum Crisis specifically just really goes for the um, oh fuck, what's his name? The guy who wrote all of Meatloaf's music. Um, I'm actually forgetting the person's name. And I, just I don't, I don't know. It's not Meatloaf. No, <laughs> Meatloaf did not write a lot of his music. A lot of his music was written by. Um, I'm gonna have to look this up because it's gonna bother me if I don't know it. Um, Jim Steinman. Okay, yeah, Jesus Christ, I should be kicking myself for not remembering that. Um, as as a as a fan of Jim Steinman, so like um, like that sort of um style of music. Uh, and again, not to go sort of go off and be on a on a complete tangent because, as I said, the music at the end of this that we're going to play doesn't really sound a lot like Jim Steinman. Um, but in in so far as I think this music is is sort of referencing back to um. The bubblegum crisis a little bit um which itself is a reference to streets of fire um which was written the songs for that movie were written by jim steinman um 
Um, okay. Uh, um, it's Jim Steinman, of course. Just, just by and by, Jim Steinman also wrote um, uh, Cutlass Lips of the Heart and uh, Hero. Um, for oh, Bonnie okay. Tyler. Now, so, okay. Now we're talking. Um, Total yeah. Eclipse of the Heart, um, a a Christmas song. Uh, <laughs> we do have, for some reason. Um, we presented that to uh to somebody while they were drunk and they got really fucking annoyed with it. <laughs> yeah, it's the bells. Does not make it a Christmas song? Yeah, uh, I mean that's what those bells are for. Exactly. That, the it's bell Christmas, Christmas bells. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so uh, I'm going to just assume this is also a Christmas song. Yeah. Uh, with all that nonsense out of the way, <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you again for listening to CRT Sound System. Thank you. Um, we're on all the socials, um, or the ones that I can be bothered to make accounts for. Yeah. Um, well, mostly, mostly Twitter. I have a Facebook page, as mentioned, and um, there's an Instagram page that I never update. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see what shakes out with social media in general. Mm. <laughs> you know, um, and just like you'll find us wherever uh, you know weirdos hang out. Yeah, uh, I mean, CRT mostly... sound system or CRT pod system. If somebody stole somebody our name. stole that name first, um, we do have a Discord. Um, we've recently just sort of allowed people to start coming in there. Previously, it was just the two of us, but like, um, you know, I want people to join in and and they can have me talk at them about video game music if they want. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, there is a link to the Discord in our uh, Twitter bio. If anybody is interested in joining, please do feel free. Um, and other than that, yeah, I guess uh, thanks to, to Michael Kelly for the really, really good soundtrack. I've, again, I've been uh, really, really enjoying this a lot over the last couple of years. It's something that I really come back to all, uh, quite often. Um, yeah, fantastic. His music, yeah, his music is really something I think everybody should look up. It's on Bandcamp. It's on Spotify. Um, he's very active on Twitter. Uh, go and bother him there, I presume. <laughs> um, so have you any plugs or anything you want to give up? I, uh, I'm at your very good bud on Twitter. Um, check out my other podcast, Video Games Are the Worst Thing on Earth, where we're always normal about many current events. <laughs> uh, and it's a very that, that's normal it. podcast. I, and before we go, I would just like to just uh mention that i googled meatloaf singer um and it's showing me a bunch of meatloaf stuff but also a picture of mashed potatoes and string beans <laughs> thanks google um one thing i suppose i do want to mention just randomly at the end of this um so you're 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 a very good co-host on bigato to k just released an excellent video today on youtube um about attack the block um Oh yeah, that's so, a great one. If we if we're going to plug anything, let's just plug that because Kay's videos are excellent, and that's a really really good video on a movie that is also really really good. Absolutely, um, I I think that it is a very interesting uh, little uh, note on Attack the Block of you know things that weren't mm. necessarily like a huge like revelation, but are still is still like really interesting yeah. context that just elevates the the whole thing. So we'll yeah. put. We'll put a link to that. I'll put a link to that in the bottom. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we will mail you a link to that <laughs> at your home. Absolutely. And Spotify okay. gives me all your home addresses, just just so you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, uh, well, yeah. let's uh, listen to listening. this. Uh, this tune. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Let's listen to Shine Spark. Have a good one. <laughs>